Thank you for joining us. Today on Drawing Near, we see the magnitude of God's judgment against Babylon the Great. The attention given to Babylon and God's judgment against her takes many verses. That fact alone should serve to inform us of the depth and the breadth of her sin and of God's response to it. I encourage you to open your Bible and turn to the revelation of Jesus Christ, chapter 18, and join us for Babylon Thrown Down. Before we look at what's going to become of Babylon, let's go to the Lord in prayer together. Our gracious Father, we come before you today and we get to take a look at your righteous judgment. There are degrees of sin in the world. It only takes one simple sin to condemn somebody for all eternity. But the magnitude of your judgment, particularly how your judgment unfolds on the earth, is related to the depth of the sin. Babylon's sin is great, and so your judgment against her is great as well. Father, we thank you that your grace overcomes our sin. You never stop being just or holy, but your application of justice and holiness in sending Jesus Christ to die on the cross to atone for our sin ends up being a great expression of your grace, mercy, and love toward us. We thank you for the depth of your love. Help us to appreciate it more and more. Help us to hold it up next to your justness and to see that the two go hand in hand when we put our faith in Jesus Christ. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. We have heard the declaration, Fallen, Fallen. We have seen the time frame. Over and over again, we're told, Babylon the Great will fall in one hour. It won't take long. It'll happen almost instantly. It will be so abrupt that the great men of the world, the kings and the merchants, and all of the people of the nations, will be shocked. There are things in our lives that we think are lasting. But if we'll simply take a look at history, we'll find the only things that last are spiritual things. Whether in heaven or in hell, all of us will live on. All of those things that affect our spiritual existence endure. All material things past. It's simply rust and dust. We as spiritual creatures will either pass on into eternity unto eternal life, or we will pass on into eternity into eternal damnation. What's the deciding factor? What we do with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Whether we believe and embrace the Lord Jesus Christ and the holiness that is to be lived out by faith before him, or we reject Jesus Christ and the gospel and continue to live in the carnality of our fleshly and worldly desires. Those who trust Jesus go on to eternal life. Those who reject Jesus to eternal damnation. There is no middle ground. When we read the concluding verses of Revelation chapter 18, they are very, very sobering. Verse 21 says, Then a mighty angel took up a stone, like a great millstone, and threw it into the sea, saying, Thus with violence, the great city Babylon will be thrown down 
and shall not be found any more. We have seen powerful angels connected to the overthrow of Babylon. Whether it's making a decree or whether it's acting, mighty angels are involved. Verse 21, a mighty angel took up a stone. I believe the reference to a mighty angel here is it took a mighty angel to lift up a great millstone and to throw it into the sea. I think the picture we are to see here is this is a tremendous act of judgment. The great millstone, the mighty angel, Babylon is being thrown down, and we're told it's being thrown down with violence. It's not just simply passing away into oblivion. It's not just simply disintegrating. Natural consequences aren't falling upon Babylon. Babylon is being thrown down with great violence. And when it is finished, we are told at the end of verse 21, and shall not be found anymore. This is the ultimate judgment, the final judgment against Babylon. She's going to be thrown down with violence and not be found anymore. We need to take note here. Things will come to an end. There will be a conclusion. Right now in our lives, we see things progressing. Now, they're progressing in a bad way. They're not getting better. With all of our education, with all of our science and all of our technology, with all of our learned individuals, with all of the communication that we have available to us, things aren't getting better. They're actually getting worse. Ultimately, this progression will cease. Judgment is going to come. It is appointed unto man once to die, and after that, the judgment. We will all stand before the judgment seat of Christ to give an account of those things done in the flesh, whether good or evil. That's kings, ordinary people, merchants, artisans. It doesn't matter who you are or when you've lived or what you've done. There is a day coming when we will answer before God for those things done in the flesh. And after that judgment, we will enter into eternity, eternal life or eternal damnation. Babylon is being thrown down and shall not be found anymore. This humanistic system that has stood opposed to God will be obliterated while God will go on for all eternity. And then, to emphasize the greatness of her judgment and the devastating effect it has on the people of the world, we're told in verse 22, the sound of harpists, musicians, flutists, and trumpeteers shall not be heard in you anymore. No craftsman of any craft shall be found in you anymore. And the sound of a millstone shall not be heard in you anymore. The light of a lamp shall not shine in you anymore. And the voice of bridegroom and bride shall not be heard in you anymore. It is clear God wants to communicate to those reading the book of Revelation that Babylon, her spirit, and the city are going to be erased. And then we get one brief explanation for her judgment. We're told at the end of verse 23, For your merchants were the great men of the earth. They were made wealthy with her sin and her deception, her rebellion against God, and they peddled not only her products, her wares, but they peddled her philosophy. 
her sinful, indulgent mentality to all of the earth. We're further told that for by her sorcery, all the nations were deceived. This mentality of materialism and greed and sensual expression, this hedonism, it's all deception. It deceives the world so that they do not embrace God or the things of God, but it also promises a satisfaction, a pleasure. It promises things that it cannot deliver on. And we all know this to be true. We have experienced these kinds of things that have been described, whether it's materialism or sensuality or pleasure, and we've all found those things lacking. And so she is deceived by her sorcery, all the nations, all the peoples. And then verse 24, the climactic judgment against her is that in her was found the blood of prophets and saints and of all who were slain on the earth. On top of everything else that she promises, everything else that she communicates to the world, she is a murderer. She is a killer. Particularly, she is a killer of the prophets and saints of the living God. Can I repeat a verse here from our last podcast? Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever you sow, that you shall reap. Sow to the Spirit and reap eternal life. Father, I thank you for your great love, a love that through Jesus Christ offers all sinners pardon and peace with you. A love that delivers us from death to life, from darkness to light, from condemnation to forgiveness and glorification. Thank you for your immeasurable gifts. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple iTunes, Google Play, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.